This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. All right, well, look, full disclosure, I mean, I'm a white guy who lives in Canada. I'm not going to profess to be able to speak to the uh, black experience in America. Uh, but I think we're, we're all aware of that history. Uh, slavery and Jim Crow laws and segregation and, and all of that. I mean, obviously, the United States just had a, a black president for two terms. But sure, I concede the point that there are still racial issues in the U.S. And look, Canada's not perfect either. But I'll also confess to being fascinated at this HBO show. Uh, that's, I don't know when it's supposed to come on. They haven't written any episodes, let alone filmed anything. But it's called Confederate. And there's been quite a backlash against it. It's alternative fiction. You know, we talked before the bottom of the hour about the uh, book I'm very fond of called Fatherland, which is a, a similar what if. In that case, it's what if the Nazis had won World War II. This show is premised on the question, what if? What if the U.S. had won the Civil War? And, and so the basic premise is that it would take place in present day, uh, that the South won the first Civil War. There ended up being a second Civil War, and there were still two countries. Uh, and so present day, the U.S. and the C.S., are on the verge of a third civil war. So it sounds like a fascinating backdrop to me. But the argument against it is, well, it centers around the slavery issue. Because in the show, slavery in present day would still be legal in the CSA. So the argument being that if you're going to depict black suffering for entertainment purposes, that maybe that's not appropriate. Well, joining us for some thoughts uh, on all of this, very pleased to welcome to the program here this afternoon, uh, Ash, uh, Ash Scow, who's a reporter with Real Clear Investigations, a columnist at The Observer, who wrote a really interesting piece last week on why this is proving to be so controversial, uh, at the same time as The Handmaid's Tale has proven to be so popular. Ash, thanks for joining us. So you're welcome to the program. Hey, thanks for having me on. All right. Well, it, it does seem, I, I think when you look at the, the fascination with this show based on the novel Handmaid's Tale and the controversy around uh, Confederate, does, does it seem like a disconnect to you? I mean, at least in a, a little bit. I mean, when I see everybody praising the Handmaid's Tale as if, you know, oh, this is what Donald Trump and Republicans want and their policies will lead to something like this. Which right. baffles me to begin with, because I think in the Handmaid's Tale, it's, you know, an upper class that... that can't really that has uh, these surrogate slaves to have children. I don't know. It sounds more like a population control situation. But you know, I look at it as like this this alternative history where women are oppressed, right? And yeah. and the idea is that this is what Trump's America. Uh, this is Trump's ideal for America, right? So I feel like there should be a viewing of Confederate in the same vein. That look. You know, the left is constantly calling Republicans racist. Um, so why are they not saying Confederate? This is exactly what Trump and Republicans would want. Like, I, I feel like that's like I don't un- quite understand why one is is praised and one is the other, because I, I feel like they're both in the same vein coming out under the Trump administration. You know, if Confederate does end up seeing the light of day, there's a protest against it. But just I mean, maybe that's how people should view it. And, and maybe that's how people should say, hey, look, your policies will lead to this. And this is why it's so important to, to protest you. Or at least then they should turn against the Handmaid's Tale. Because, yeah, I mean, the, essentially the premise is the same. You're depicting a world where women are oppressed. And in this show, you're depicting a world where blacks are oppressed. So either both are bad or, or both are good. 
Right. I mean, I mean, I feel like that's how it should be viewed. Now, uh, you know, some of the criticism for uh, Confederate is that, oh, it's these white white guys producing, but it, it's being written by by two black Hollywood actors. So it's not exactly like it's all white people working on this. But I, you do understand an argument that it sounds like slavery fan fiction. And I can understand a knee-jerk reaction to that. But we've seen what a good job that uh, I think Dan and DB have done with Game of Thrones. So I don't know if we should you know, be writing them off immediately when we know that they do a good job, that they try really hard to... to be, you know, a realistic, even a fantasy setting. So, I mean, I, I don't know why, why there's so much anger toward this when we don't really know any details. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen anything. I mean, at this point, I don't think it's going to get made, but it, it still yeah, you don't think? baffles me. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm on the fence whether this is going to actually go ahead at this point. So the response now, there was this whole hashtag campaign last night during Game of Thrones. Everyone was supposed to flood Twitter with no Confederate. Uh, the hashtag HBO was saying, look, just, you know, reserve your judgment from now. We, we kind of botched the announcement of the rollout of this, but just give us some time. But do you think maybe they're, they're scrambling here? They're panicking. I think they are. I mean, I think they definitely are. I mean, I, I don't feel like I would even watch Confederate um, just because I, I feel like there's going to be a heavy social justice message, you know? Especially now, if they're going to go ahead with it, right? Right. Yeah. Exactly. It makes trying to... Sorry. Trying to make it seem like um, it's not far off from the way people are being treated today. You know, I feel like there's going to be a lot of language that social justice warriors of today use in order to make it seem like we're pretty close already. Um, and, and, I mean, that's what I think is going to happen. I, I, again, don't know for sure, but that, that seems to be what would be more likely rather than it being more of a, hey, be thankful for what you have because this isn't the way it is. Um, I feel like the first is a, a better scenario for the show, especially now, as you said, with all the backlash that they would be scrambling to make sure that it's very much mm-hmm. pointing out that things really haven't changed in their minds. Because, you know, initially when I heard about this show, and it almost surprised me, the backlash, because I would have thought it might have been different for some of those reasons that you touch on, because there's been so much controversy around the Confederate flag and the argument being that it's an offensive symbol. People need to realize what it, what it stood for. This show is going to send that message. I think there are people who believe that, you know, maybe if the South had won, maybe eventually slavery would have gone away. Maybe the South eventually would have gone with the times. So maybe we'll never know. But this show, I think, is going to be really come down on the side of, look, this, it was all about slavery, and even in 2017, if the South existed as a separate country, there would be slavery. That, that's that's a pretty heavy-handed message. Yeah, I mean, I could see it going that way. I mean, again, we're all just sitting here speculating, because literally all they said was, what if this happened, and then here's the show. So it's complete speculation. But, I mean, some so many people um, who don't live in the South or, you know, are... are leftists still believe the South is like this, you know? I mean, despite, you know, um, states in the South having having black legislators, black mayors, black governors, right. you know, black senators, black congressmen, it, it, they still have this idea that the, the South hasn't evolved. Do you think there's inevitably going to be a pushback, though, from the other side to say that you're demonizing the South, uh, that that's not really what the South was about, that's really not what the Civil War was about? 
I mean, there's always people like that. It's just, it's, you can never get their message through that, it, you know, it was about government control. I mean, ultimately, I don't know if that's really like a, a winning battle in 2017 to try to like really get people to understand the minutia of what the, the Civil War was about. I, you know, I, I think there's more, there's issues that are going on today that are, are better argued. Yeah, I think so. Well, it'd be interesting to see, like you say, if this even goes ahead and what this show looks like and whether this controversy dies down. People can find your piece uh, up at Observer.com. Ash, thanks so much for making some time for us. We appreciate this. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Right on. Take care. Uh, Ash Scow is a reporter with Real Clear Investigations, a columnist at The Observer. And I think she made a really interesting point that not a lot of people have raised in this. Why is Handmaid's Tale uh, to be applauded and Confederate to be denounced? Of course, remember, this is Margaret Atwood's famous book, and she's uh, allegedly a Canadian treasure. <laughs> uh, that aside, maybe you could argue that, well, it's a dystopian future. It's not present day. So I don't know. Would, would the show Confederate be different if the whole premise was it's the year 2050 and the South has seceded and they've made slavery legal once again? Would it be a different reaction then? I mean, is it all about the fact that it's set in present day? Because you could argue the same things about Handmaid's Tale. You could say, yeah, there, there's been the reality in the U.S. or in Canada that women were second-class citizens. Women didn't have the right to vote. Women weren't considered persons legally, et cetera, et cetera. So how dare you depict the suffering of women as entertainment? But if you want to argue that the book and the show have a message, that it's kind of about, it's a warning about things we're doing or considering doing today, or you want to argue that uh, Margaret Atwood has the bona fides as a real, true feminist, that it's okay. Well, then you could say the same thing about the show. The show Confederate is going to have black writers. How do they not have then the bona fides to address some of these delicate issues? So I think, you know, Ash is probably right that the show is probably already going to be a little heavy-handed in terms of political message. And now in terms of trying to appease the people who are so mad about this show, they might have to double down on this. Uh, certainly, I think the Civil War was about slavery in large part. And you can read that in the declarations of uh, independence, essentially, that each, each seceding state uh, declared. They very specifically mentioned slavery, how the institution of slavery was so crucial to their identity, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, no, sure. You could argue there were other nuances to all of that, other issues, but at its essence, they were trying to protect the institution of slavery. Had the South seceded and formed its own country, no doubt slavery would have persisted. For how long? Well, who knows? Until modern day, 2017? Maybe seems a little far-fetched, but it is an interesting question. I think, what if? What if the South had won? What if the U.S. was split into two countries? What would the world look like today? I think that's an interesting question. So I'm curious. I'm curious to see this show. Anyway, 403-974-8255-974-TALK. Who's familiar with Harry Turtledove, by the way, the science fiction writer? He's written like, I don't know, I want to say like a dozen or more books sort of based on this whole premise. So I, I... Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.